Welcome to the weekly podcast all about turning the great American RV adventure into stress-less camping. Each week, we explore tips, tricks, ideas, and destinations, and talk to the happiest campers in the RV world. Pull up a seat at the campfire as we enjoy some stress-less camping. Woo-hoo. Winter came back, so yeah. welcome to the campfire. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm Tony. I'm Peggy. And we are two RV industry veterans who travel part-time in Something's Coming. <laughs> We're looking to share big adventures with you and help you with great tips. Tricks. And discounts. You betcha. Oh, you know, not all camping is stressless camping. And there was a very unfortunate story that made the rounds on social media about a couple who was traveling from their home in Indiana to the desert of, I believe, Nevada. And unfortunately, their GPS took them to a place that they weren't able to really get out of with their motorhome. And so they unhooked their tow vehicle, their towed vehicle, and that got stuck too. And uh, long story short, the unfortunately the husband passed away the wife was able to be rescued but it made us think about being safe out there mhm and we do actually have an entire section of the website all about rv safety i don't know if you've noticed or if you look at our website but if you do we have added several compilation sections of things that we think will help you, like buying a new RV or food on the campground, but also RV safety. Right. And in that section is an article called Don't Be Alone, Even When You're Alone. Yeah. And what that's about is some of the ways to stay in touch with people when you're out there. So, of course, we have different ways of doing so. But one of the options is a GPS locator. And the way these things work, it's a satellite locator. The way these things work is with the satellite system. So they don't require a cell phone and they're not restricted like cell phones are to cell phone coverage. They're not cheap. They're 400 bucks or so. And really that's not for everybody. I mean, if you're like Mark was last week and you're out, backpacking in the wilderness my gosh that would be a it would almost be a requirement in my opinion to have one of these devices do they make these that also include like where you should be if you're in an rv they basically are a device so if something bad happens you can push a button and it will send a signal to the satellites and then two emergency responders, and they will come and find you. Okay. Using the GPS locator built into these little devices. Okay. There's more details about them on the story, but we have some other tips as well about just not getting lost in the first place. Right, for sure. One of those is something we've talked about quite frequently, which is the RV Trip Wizard app, which is a mapping and planning software. And that does include RV safe GPS. So it won't take you to where you're too tall or too wide or too narrow or too long yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, or, or because too it knows, Yeah, because it knows what size rig you're in and keeps you on roads that are safe for that. Correct. We treasure all of you and want you to remain safe. And so hopefully you can share this article with the places you like sharing these articles and We'll keep everybody safe and stressless camping. That's right. Well, we are going to be right back, but we have the dirt 
on a really cool way to find campgrounds and other places to do some stressless camping. Do you know that there are over 800,000 vehicle thefts a year? That's nuts. You probably right now know where your RV is, unless it's in storage, and then perhaps you don't. Yeah, there's still a lot of RVs in storage. And, you know, we we know of cases where these RVs have been stolen, and especially some friends with vintage RVs. Right. They get stolen, and they don't find out about it until they happen to go back to the storage lot or wherever they keep it, and it's not there. Right. So... A great solution is to use WearSafe GPS and get notifications if your RV is on the move. Yeah, WearSafe is a simple device you can attach to your motorhome, travel trailer, boat, or pretty much any vehicle. And it's a GPS that can operate under its own power or from the vehicle battery. Further, if a thief thinks they're clever and tries to take the WearSafe GPS device, you can get notified of that as well. So a couple weeks ago, we spoke to the folks at WearSafe, and we got to talk to them, and also they offered us a discount for our listeners for their outstanding GPS system. Yeah, and this is the same technology that are used in police and fire vehicles and things like that. So Right, so head over to StresslessCamping.com, the deals and discounts page, and check out WearSafe GPS for a great way to track your RV, whether you're with it or not. Absolutely. We are so excited today to be able to talk to Sarah Smith, the founder of The Dirt. And that's D-Y-R-T. That's right. Sarah, thank you so much for joining us. What is The Dirt? Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. The Dirt, the easiest way to think of The Dirt is kind of like Yelp for camping, TripAdvisor for camping. We have the most photos, videos, reviews, and tips of campgrounds all throughout the United States, more than anyone else out there, making it a lot easier for people to find and book campgrounds. Great. Pretty darn cool. Thank you. How did you come up with something like that? I mean, that's quite, that had to have been quite a project. Right. Yeah, yeah it was. And it really just came out of a, a frustration because uh, my husband and I are avid campers. We hadn't lived in Oregon for very long at the time. And this was back in 2012, 2013. We would look for camping online to go that weekend and it would be frustrating because we just couldn't find the information that we wanted, which was more than just a directory of campgrounds with like basic descriptions. We wanted more information than that. And we would, we called it our Tuesday night fight. Every Tuesday we would be like, (laughs) you look for a place. No, you look for a place. And we would get frustrated (laughs) with each other. Maybe you've experienced that yourself. (laughs) It can be frustrating, but eventually just kept saying, you know, someone should figure this out. Someone should build, build an app or a website that helps solve this problem. And eventually we just decided to, to take a stab at it. Wow. Great. And so the dirt is an app and a website, right? Yep. We are the top ranked app for camping on bo- both iOS and Google play store. So if you don't remember the dirt and you just put in camping, we'll come up at the top. Okay. So really handy to use the app and then website. Great to have the desktop so you can search and do reviews and and get all that good content. There's sort of two pathways one could take on the dirt. You have a free version and a paid version. 
Yep, that's correct. And the basic concept of the dirt is free and it will always be free. It's all based off, you know, this amazing community of campers that we've brought together and all these 4 million reviews of state parks, national parks, RV resorts, anything, you name it, we have it. So that that part is free. So you can join, you can search, you can review, you can book. And then we have the upgraded pro version. And it was interesting because over the years we would have our, our campers and our RVers say, Hey, it'd be really great if you had this thing or this thing. And finally we're like, well, let's just bundle that together. (laughs) These are really helpful tools. It's $36 a year to get things like trip planner offline capabilities. So if you're going to be going up in the national forest and you know, you're going to lose your cell service, you can still get the information So various tools like that is what makes up the Dirt Pro. Okay. And how much is the Dirt Pro? 36 bucks a year. So it's a deal. Not much. Yeah. Yeah. Now you can also book campgrounds through the Dirt. Yep. And this is something that's relatively newer for us. We've added something on our website and app, which is really handy for campers, where you can now put in dates. So you can search by specific dates, which is a kind of a, a newer thing. And then you can book based on you know the dates that you're actually going camping. And that's really great. So you can book campgrounds all throughout the United States. And if you're a campground owner or an RV resort owner, and you list on the dirt for free, we also don't charge any commission to campground or RV resort owners for booking on the dirt. Peggy and I used to own a bed and breakfast, and we're very oh. familiar with the pretty substantial fees that reservation systems. Yeah. yeah that, can. <laughs> so, are you actually a reservation system, or do you tie into existing systems? Great question, and we are integrating with all the various big management softwares out there that campgrounds use to do their bookings, their booking software. So you can either hook up with the dirt if you're a campground or an RV resort owner through those systems, or you can just come and claim your campground on the dirt and set it up yourself uh, in the, like the backend managers portal. So we try to make it as simple as possible for campground and RV resort owners to to integrate with the dirt. And it's important because the dirt is where the campers are coming. We have over 30 million visits a year coming to our site. So we are where the people looking to go camping are looking. So it's it's great for campgrounds and RV resorts to get in front of the campers there. Wow. Yeah. So you offer a booking engine for these campgrounds or are affiliated with existing ones? Yeah, we integrate with the existing ones so that it's seamless for the for the campground owners who already were are working with a management system. But if you're a smaller campground and you don't work with a management system, you can just use the back end of the dirt as well. That's pretty cool because a lot you know, a lot of times as a resort owner, you just become accustomed to how something works, even if that's, you know, it's sort of like with some of these systems, it's sort of like the abuse that you get on a pirate ship. You may not like it, but you're used but to you're it. used to it. And so it's good that <laughs> you're able you to. Know. Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. But that's good that you're able to allow people to work in the style that they're accustomed to, but yeah. also still, you know, make a great service for the subscribers of the dirt. Right. And now if you're a free user, can you use the booking 
system through the dirt or is that a paid upgrade? No, absolutely. We want, you know, we want to be the go-to resource for camping. So, you know, we want you to find your camping on the dirt. We want you to review your camping on the dirt and we want you to book your camping on the dirt. So you don't have to be a pro user with that $36 a year upgrade to do a booking on the dirt. So, okay. it's, I mean, it's a great system. So it's, yeah. it's like taking Yelp and actually making it worthwhile. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because people are all looking for something different. My, my husband and co-founder and I always joke when we're looking on Yelp. I'm looking for like the cute ambiance of the restaurant and he's looking specifically at like what the food looks like, <laughs> you know, and, and it's the same with camping, you know, he might be looking for something do is there cell coverage there and i'm like is it is the spot next to the river so we all want something different so to build a community and a place where that information can be shared is is super important yeah and you offer a good number of filters for finding things which you just alluded to yeah and one thing we just recently added is cell coverage and this is part of the dirt pro so if you know, Kevin and I were just in our dirt mobile, our, we had a rebel <laughs> van and we just spent six months working from it um, earlier this year and last year. And we needed to know cell coverage and if it was good or not. So partially based on our own experience, we now have map overlays that will show you the different carriers. And if you're in the service or not, more and more people are working on the road. So it's important for those campers who need to be connected to have that information as well. Yeah, I really like the map layers functionality that you have. I wasn't aware of the cell phone coverage, but I know you can find things like public lands and mm-hmm. just all sorts of, of filters you can put in yeah. to accommodate what how you want to accommodate yourself. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that's another thing, you know, as you guys know, campgrounds and RV resorts are just getting busier and busier. And to give people the option to do dispersed camping by like showing them where the BLM land or national forest land is and helping them understand that if you want to boondock or disperse camp, you can go into that land area and camp where you want is, is really great. And I think it can alleviate taking some of the stress out of the campgrounds. So you mean it would be stressless camping? <laughs> Perfect. Yes. <laughs> and stressless booking too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, stressless everything. Yeah. Man, that's, that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> Ooh. Jinx. Yeah. And then you also, if you're a paid member, there are discounts that are included. Yeah. Yep. So you can get discounts at campgrounds that are a part of our pro discount program, which is really great. And some other discounts as well. So that's another perk of paying just $36 a year to get, you know, the dirt pro. So it's well worth it. And another perk of the pro is you said trip planning, right? You have a trip planning feature and is that on the app or on only on the website or can you do it? Um, It's actually on both. Okay. And um, it's really, it's pretty fun because you can, you know, you can say I'm going from Portland to Dallas, Texas, and I'm driving this with hauling a trailer this size. I want to drive about five hours a day. It will make a route for you. And then you can go in and edit it and 
tweak it and look at the gas station stops you might want to go to. So it's, it's pretty fun, pretty fun to play with and then pretty fun to use when you're out on the road as well. Something we're planning on adding in the future is areas you can overnight park, like Walmart parking lots, Cracker Barrels. And it's something that Kevin and I would have really liked when we were on the road, because there are those times where you're just like, we just need a quick place to stay Mm -hmm. so we can continue this journey tomorrow. So yeah, that's something we were hoping to get in the next year added into the site. Great. So RVing is right now on such a roll and the fastest growing type of camping and so many people are coming from the not RV world where you can just go on all these different sites and and book your travel and I think a lot of people are surprised when they get into the RV space that there are campgrounds who don't offer web-based booking so you're really doing a service but the fact that it's free for campgrounds is a super bonus. Yeah, I think that'll really help get those smaller campgrounds, give Mm -hmm. them that ability to do it because they don't do it because they don't want to have the whole website and and all that. But to be able to integrate with yours, I know there's a campground we really, really love locally. You can only book by telephone. Yeah. And they only have yeah. one telephone line. And I think 80 spaces. <laughs> and when you book, you write a check wow. and mail yeah. it to them. And if you cancel, they write a check and mail it to you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we've gone to different campground conventions where we meet with managers and owners. And some of them are still using pen and paper for whatever reason. And I do. I think it's changing a lot. And there's a lot of new campground owners out there. So whatever we can do to help these small businesses get in front of the people who want their campground or their RV resort is something we're really excited to be a part of for sure. And I can say we bought our resort at the worst possible time, 2008. So we buy this resort and like a month later, the economy (laughs) takes a dump. But they were using the giant book where, and they were writing everything in pen. No, well, they were writing credit card numbers in pencil so that after they charged it, they could erase it. It was nuts. Wow. We put in a a digital reservation system. Now, this was a bed and breakfast, but we put in a digital reservation system and saw even in that economy an increase in booking. So if I could encourage any campground owners who are sort of thinking, do I want to sign up for the dirt and do I want to have a digital reservation system? If you feel an earthquake, it's me jumping up and down saying yes, (laughs) yes, yes. yes, yes. yes. (laughs) Do it. Yeah. Yeah, especially at for free. I mean, you, you can't beat that. And as you said, there are 66 million people who went camping in 2021. So yeah, the market is there and right. and it's how people like booking stuff. And, and you've created a great portal for people to do so. For sure. Well, thank you. Thank you. And that number is only going up the 66 million. Yes. I think last, last year, 8 million Americans camped for the first time ever, which is, you know, I grew up camping. I've been camping since I was five years old. So it's a part of my DNA. But to see these new campers coming into the fold and experiencing camping for the first time and to know that we can all be a part of helping them make that experience better and easier is Super exciting. Yeah. And the fact that you have overlays for things like public lands, national forests, that sort of thing. Our new camper that we ordered is a solar monster. And and so we are going to predominantly use that functionality to find 
great out of the way spaces. So thank you. That will be fun. Yeah, yeah that sounds yeah. very fun. Yeah, absolutely. We really strive to be the go-to resource for camping. So we want to make the dirt be the place you go to if you need to figure out where to go after you've gone and you want to tell others about your experience when you're booking it. So we're really, really excited to be growing at the rate we're growing and to get more campers involved in camping every every year. It just gets bigger. And to be a great camper as a camper, uh, get yourself the dirt and make sure to leave reviews of places you've stayed it 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 makes the whole community better right it does it just it, it's like a cycle then you know then i know where you guys went and you liked it so i'm gonna try it and <laughs> go on and on and on yeah exactly, exactly. yeah that's yeah. what makes this such a wonderful community and there's so many beautiful places out there so it's awesome how you list them and for free to them i mean that's you can't beat free. Yeah, <laughs> you can't beat free. <laughs> okay, so we have been asking all of our guests these last two questions. You said you've been camping since you were five. What is your best camping memory? Oh, my goodness. Well, the one of the most vivid camping memories is from when I was very young in northern Minnesota and camping in a tent with my parents, and a terrible thunderstorm came through, and it was so scary you probably shouldn't have been in that tent but we were like hardy minnesotans so we, just <laughs> we just stayed there <laughs> but that like really had an impact on me i'm not sure why it didn't scare me away from camping but it didn't and then i just think of some of the places kevin and i went on our on our trip this past year ended up in a dispersed site and near price utah and it was the night of that meteor shower i don't oh. know if you remember that oh yeah. wow and we were the only people there and the sky was just huge and bright and it was so unexpected and it was just just one of those things you'll never forget it was so beautiful wow that's so awesome that's what this is all about right yes. you can't get that in a yeah. motel in a in a community yeah it's so. totally true so on the flip side, can you tell us your worst camping memory? Well, I think just recently, maybe a couple of years ago, showing up to a, a state park in Oregon thinking we had never been there when it had been that busy, but we should have known better. We got there at 10 <laughs> o'clock at night, packed, starving, hangry, not very happy with each other, couldn't get in, couldn't find a first camping nearby, couldn't find a campground nearby. So I actually had to head back towards Portland and then found something not very nice on the way back and not very happy with each other. So we all go through those frustrating experiences. It's kind of, it's kind of a part of camping. So you have to kind of embrace it when that happens. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. for sure. I mean, it's, it's always nice to get there before it gets dark and and have your spot and then you can point to the people who are getting there late at night and all that and go, oh yeah. gosh. So you should have got here sooner. Should have yeah. done it, yeah. Should have planned better. Yeah, exactly. That's where the dirt comes in. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. Look up your spots. You stand there with business cards like, hey. Yeah. Have you heard Are of you hungry? Here's a business card. Here's a cookie and a card so you know what to do next time. There you go. I love it. This is a great new plan. Yeah. Well, you 
know, like you take those double tree like cookies and put a cellophane wrapper and a ribbon with yeah. a business card on it, or a Q- <laughs> with a QR code, of course, to download. Yes. Go, hey, you it looks like you need all of this. You need a snack. <laughs> hey, that's actually it. a good idea. It is a good idea. <laughs> We're gonna steal our own idea. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Give the cookie, and then it's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm on a diet, or I'm gluten free, or whatever yeah. reason somebody wouldn't need a cookie. Right, right. <laughs> at the FMCA convention, at the ladies' luncheon, everybody had a little gift on their place setting, and it was a pretty little card, and then inside was a tea, like huh. a tea huh. bag, you know. And almost nobody will not accept a tea, cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you There's might not eat cookies, but that. everybody can drink tea if they're, or, yeah, exactly. you know, or they don't feel like they're wasting something if they don't use it. Yeah, that's a, that's such a great that's idea. A good idea. I love yeah. it. Save it for a compress for when you have a swollen eye or something. Right. <laughs> yeah, from going, oh my God, oh, I should have used the dirt. should have used the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. We should just create a business of these sorts of ideas. Yeah, just like ridiculous marketing. ways to promote yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that my old business? I think that was your old business. Oh. <laughs> Sarah, thank you so much for taking time to talk with us today. We are so excited about the dirt. I already downloaded it onto my apps on my phone along with the hundred other apps. So uh, it's time for me to high grade anyway. So yeah, well, <laughs> I will definitely so be much. looking into it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's been great to chat with both of you. Yeah, you too. Likewise. And it looks like you've really done a great job and a real service to the community. So we, we sincerely appreciate that. And I'm sure the millions of people who are enjoying the dirt too as well. Yes. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you so much. All right. You betcha. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Did you make our camping reservations? No, everything's full. We might have to rethink our trip. No way. Did you look at Boondocker's Welcome? You remember they have hosts all over the place where we can stay free. Some that are totally off-grid camping and some with partial and even full hookups. There's all kinds of great places to overnight. Of course. And we even have a coupon code to join Boondockers Welcome on our partners page. You could save five bucks when you sign up. How could I forget? There are all kinds of great places we can find on the Boondockers Welcome website. Our trip is saved. And speaking of saving money, we will since there's no charge to stay at any boondockers welcome site it's the best deal out there and it's a great way to meet local hosts and stay in local places and expand our journey well i'm gonna finish planning our epic road trip and it's gonna be even better with stays we find on the boondockers welcome website and it's so easy to locate hosts along your next epic adventure So once again, don't forget that Boondockers Welcome prices are going up for brand new members, and that's going to happen in May. I'm sorry, I still don't know exactly when in May, but May is quickly approaching. So if you have been on the fence about joining Boondockers Welcome, head on over to our deals and discounts page and find Boondockers Welcome and sign up now before the price goes up. And it's a significant increase of something around $30. So it's worth it. And that will be your price then. Yeah, it's it's a lifetime price. This price is, if you've already been a member, your price is not going up. This is just for new members. So 
get in there and be an old member before the price goes <laughs> up. <laughs> you know, we like to talk about cool destinations. Peggy found one heck of a website. I found a bunch of cool destinations. Yeah, it's a whole bunch <laughs> all in one place. It's called Road Trip USA. Right. And so we'll put a link to the website, Road Trip USA, but it has 11 or 12 routes that kind of go back and forth across the country or up and down north to south through the country. And we've been on significant to all portions of some of these. Pacific Coast Highway, of course, and we did our Route 66 trip last year. Yeah, a lot of you guys joined us on that. Right. That was pretty awesome. But there are others. There are 11, I think it's 11 routes, and they're listed in pretty good detail, and then there's a map that shows all of them. Now, this is by no means the only routes you should take to go across the country, and it also has, (laughs) the map's a little bit funny, I will admit it shows Mount Rushmore in Nebraska. So (laughs) maybe they moved it since we were there last year. Maybe. So think of it as a guide, as a starting point, and maybe get some tips for some things along the loneliest road or the Oregon Trail. But don't take this as the only way to get across the country at that latitude or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's so many. And as John Huggins used to always say, take the red roads, which are the, I, we like the off the highway kind of through real America and all that. Right. This road trip USA seems to follow those U S trails rather than the interstates. Well, that's kind of awesome. Yeah, I like it. So check it out and let us know if you've been on one of those routes. Yeah. And what you think? Well, we are bringing you a tip of the week from the FMCA and we are kind of a little piece of that. That's this right. Week. Every three or four months or so, we write an article for FMCA Adventure. You know how <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> yeah, it's FMCA Adventure, but there's only there's one There's only a. one A in the middle. So yeah. it's FMCAadventure.com, FMCAdventure.com. They have a lot of writers, and we are one of those writers. And we wrote recently an article about Quartzsite. And if you're a fan of the FMCA member community on Facebook, they shared that article today. You can check it out there or you can check it out on fmcadventure.com. Or FMCA Adventure. Or fmcadventure.com. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a link in the show notes. And by the way, as always, you can find the show notes by linking to stressescamping.com. And this is episode 146. Also, speaking of the FMCA, as I think you heard over and over and over and over again, we were at the FMCA Sunsets and Saguaros in Tucson, Arizona. That's right. Also known as Tucson. And they came out with sort of a compilation of what all happened. So get this. There were 1,603 RVs there. There were 538 people there for their very first convention. Yeah, that's so cool. 148 exhibitors. And yeah, we spent some yeah, money as we always. we shopped at all of them. <laughs> 16 sponsors, which really helps to make these things affordable. 1,970 of those attendees used the app, which I love. I love that oh, event yeah, app. It, I use the heck out of it. And it gets better and better every time at every convention. Yeah. So you might say, wait a minute, there's 1,600 rigs and almost 2,000 users of the app. Remember, a lot of those rigs are couples sure. or even families. Because sure, right. it is the family 
Motor Coach Association. Right. So if you assume there were probably close to 3,000 people and almost 2,000 of them use the app, that's pretty good yeah, odds. There was a whole bunch of folks there. And it's such a friendly group. They say 175,000 instances of user app activity. I'm pretty sure I was 116 of those thousand. <laughs> Wait, does that make me good for all the rest of them? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I really live on that app while we're at conventions. I really oh, like it. It helps so us schedule, figure out which, which seminars to attend, when we get to do our shopping, when we get to do our eating from fair food. <laughs> it's pretty terrific. Hey, uh, so I did a really good job of cheesing off a whole bunch of oh, folks this week. Oh, did you ever? Woo-wee. We have a gadget report. <laughs> Which I really like. Which we really like, but a whole lot of people, not that they don't like the gadget, they just don't like the idea of using this gadget. All right, so what it, what we're going on about, and I'm not sure how to say this, it's X-G-I-M-I, but X-Jimmy? I don't know. Z- Are you a current... Jimmy? No, I'm an ex-Jimmy. <laughs> X-G-I-M-I, X-Jimmy projector that was sent to us to review. And what I like about this thing, it uses Android operating system. So you can say, hey, and you know the that name. <laughs> and it responds to voice commands. You can store movies on the projector. It has a battery that's good for about two hours. So you could take it to a campground, let's say you're off-grid camping, and the projector will run itself for about two hours, more or less. It has built-in Harman Kardon speakers, and they're not extraordinarily loud. But But they're they're, pretty okay. Yeah, they're not bad at all. And the whole thing is just, it's a really neat form factor. It's kind of like a little tiny tower and really, really good image quality. I was Really really, good image quality. Not really nearly as bright as our old projector, but so much clearer. Yeah, and they do have a brighter version of this projector. Oh, okay. Um, so this one's 900 lumens and there's a 2200 lumen, which would more closely match the old projector. But my gosh, the image it's quality so is so beautiful. It's such beautiful, clear images. So why didn't people like it, honey? <laughs> there was such a black tank storm of comments <laughs> from readers. I, I posted my review on rvtravel.com. I have a monthly gadget report that I do there, but also a weekly gadget review. And this was one of those. And the number of people who were absolutely just cheesed off about anybody using a projector in a campground was I mean these people were mad. Yeah, so <laughs> we get it and it's really divided. And and I have to say, you know, people that live in their RVs, they're not on vacation or they're not just escaping for a weekend to the wilderness. And so they have a whole different lifestyle. People who are at home all the time and they go away for the weekend probably well, again, maybe unless you have kids and you need to entertain them, maybe you still want a projector to show movies. But some people get upset that people are using a projector and it's light and it's noise and it's, you know, outdoor activity where you should be quiet and enjoy nature. All right. So let's let's just say this, because this is how we truly feel. Whatever you do at wherever you camp, be a good neighbor For example, there's plenty of RVs now that have TVs and sound systems outside. And we have been at campgrounds where 
whatever they were watching was not to our liking and they the less we liked it the louder it happened to be <laughs> it certainly seems that way and that can be true with a projector too right i mean we have a pretty big spandex screen from a company called dj screens and we could pretty much fill up at least half the side of an rv sure with a movie but we only use it when we're in large groups or we're away from other people so no matter what you do with your TV outside, with your sound system outside, with your projector, I mean, if you're you know playing banjo or as I like to do, the washboard, be a good neighbor about it. Right. So you know, take into account quiet hours and other folks around you and all of that, and don't be that guy. Right. <laughs> but if you are in a group. And sometimes it's a really fun group activity to just sit around and watch a movie. Or a couple Christmases ago, I was in a virtual play. And so everyone in the group, we all set up a projector and we watched my play live on YouTube or whatever, (laughs) whatever it's called. Yeah, it was. It was (laughs) live on YouTube. So we did it as a group. We were the only ones in the campground, so it didn't bother anybody else, but if there were other people, we would have just invited them to watch with us and we kept it at a volume that nobody else could really hear outside of our group area. Right. So again, you know, always be a good neighbor. That's that's the bottom line. Right. And if you want a good battery powered, good projection, decent sound, try the me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty doggone good. I I give it two thumbs up. So well, speaking of giving things two thumbs up, I also give two thumbs up to the RV of the week this week, which is Ember RV, which is a new RV company started by a number of people, including Ashley Bontrager, whose grandfather, grandparents started Jayco. Uh-huh. And Ashley and several other people, including Christopher Barth, who I communicate with fairly regularly, started this company called Ember RV. And these are, they call them generational rvs in other words the they're made so well it will outlast your payments <laughs> and you can give it to your children or maybe even Plan grandchildren. pass it down okay this week i looked at the ember 170 mrb and all ember travel trailers are single axle trailers thus far this one is very similar in how it was laid out to our mini light 1905 oh very similar, including the whole back is the bathroom. There's a couch on the campsite and a couch under the Murphy bed. And they have this table that kind of slots in between, you know, on these couches. So you could have it on the campsite couch or on the Murphy bed couch. But the Murphy bed is, it's a bendy bed. So not my favorite thing, but you could flip down the Murphy bed. It's a true queen, although it's an east to west. And you could just leave it down. So you don't have to have it a Murphy bed. If you just want a bed, a queen-size bed. Instead of a second couch? Yeah. Okay. You just leave it down. All right. There's no slide, and so it doesn't interfere with the door or anything like that. The things I really like about these trailers include the fact that the way they're built is just exceptional. It's a very heavy steel frame, but it's a fully independent coil spring suspension with dual shocks they are all 
double laminated with Asdell, including the roof. The roof is also a fiberglass exterior with a double Asdell laminated structure, so no rubber roof. They also have this thing called the Stargazer window. And while I have been a real critic of windshields in RVs, Hmm. this is a window that opens up over the bed. And, of course, there's a... There's a blind that you can draw to block out the light, or you could open this window and there's a screen that draws across it. And it's just like, it's so cool. Like you can actually open the whole window, not yeah. just the sl- not just the blind. Yeah, you can actually flip the window open. Oh, wow. It's really cool. It's, it's, it's just brilliant. It's an example. We moved our recording studio to where our cuckoo clock is because that's some smart planning. But anyway, there are so many examples of how this company is paying attention to little details. For example, the control panel for this has lights on it like a whole bunch of these RVs have, but it has a sensor. So it shuts off the lights on the control panel unless you kind of get really near it and then the lights come back on or you can use the controls from your phone with the Lippert One Control app. So just little details. They have orange night lights that are mounted low so they don't blind you at night. But there's multiple switches to control them. They have dimmable interior lights. The construction, like I say, it's not just the walls, but the way the corners are built are really not something you're going to have to worry about. There is absolutely no insert molding on these. And if you have most RVs, you know what insert molding is. And if it's more than two or three years old, you've replaced that insert molding. (laughs) So a lot of both qualitative differences, but also details that show they're paying attention. Now, they're all currently smaller trailers. They're all really beefy trailers. So these are not the super light trailers, but they're just built like tanks. And I have some good news. We are going to have some people from Ember as guests on the podcast in a few weeks. So good. We'll go back to our manufacturers (laughs) series that we (laughs) kind of lost control of. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, Ember 170 MRB, really, really cool. And I'm there's another Ember model coming out that just has me excited. Mm-hmm. I know. Anyway, we have the question of the week. Question of the week. Last week, we got a lot of answers on the question, what size is your rig or your setup and why did you choose it? And we have answers everywhere from a tent to 35 foot fifth wheels. And everybody has what they have because that's what they want. And that's great. There is There was one person who said they kind of missed their smaller 24-foot, and now they're in a 35-foot fifth wheel, and they kind of missed their smaller trailer, but they're happy with what they have. But again, everything, tents, casitas, really small rigs that are nimble and easy for their smaller vehicles and easy to fit into national parks, the 25 to 30 foot range for people who feel like they need a little bit more room to move around, but they can still get into small spaces or, you know, most camp spaces. A couple of people who said, you know, I'm living in it and I'm going to need that space. So 34 and 35 foot fifth wheels was the choice for kind of those long-term people. Yeah. And I think we 
really gained an appreciation for a small motorized rig when (laughs) we took the four-wheel pop-up camper out for a couple of weeks. That was really eye-opening to experience that firsthand. And it's still... Okay, so I will tell you all, we have a rig on order. It is scheduled for production, and we will talk about it when we do. Eventually. (laughs) (laughs) No, it will be a solar monster, though. (laughs) We really gained an appreciation for the small motorized rig. It reinforced our appreciation for smaller rigs. Mm -hmm. And there's no wrong way to go camping except staying home. Right. Speaking of the question of the week, (laughs) in light of, and I say that as a pun, in light of... In light of uh, uh, Tony's gadget report. Yeah, in light of my gadget report, I would love to know, what's the most annoying thing your neighbors have done while you were at a campground? Oh boy, I can't wait to read these answers. Oh yeah, that'll be be good. You can answer the question of the week at our fun and friendly Stressless Camping Podcast Facebook group. Yeah. (laughs) And you can get to that, of course, on Facebook, or you can click over from our website at www.stresslesscamping.com. But before you leave the website, don't forget to sign up for the newsletter. We do it once a week, and it's absolutely free, and we have links to the stories, videos, podcasts, and more to help you get the most out of your stressless camping experience. So at the bottom of every page, you have an opportunity to sign up, or if it happens to be your first time going on the website, it'll pop up and ask you. And also don't leave until you've had a chance to visit our deals and discounts page, especially right now before May and before that price increase for Boondockers Welcome, you want to get in there and get a good deal and discount on Boondockers Welcome and all the discounts and deals from companies that have worked with us to help you get a great deal. Of course, we are in all the social places, but you can start by jumping off from stresslesscamping.com. And by the way, you'll also find the notes for this episode, which is episode number 146. If you don't want to miss a future episode of the Stressless Camping Podcast, it's free. Just subscribe on any podcast catcher. We are saving you a seat around our virtual campfire. Oh, yeah. And did you know a review will help others find this podcast? And of course, the more listeners we get, the more awesome guests we can have for you. For example, Sarah from The Dirt. So leave a review if you haven't. We really appreciate it. And of course, as always... Happy camping! We hope you learned a lot, had some fun, and got some tips for your next stressless camping adventure. We're honored by your reviews on Apple Podcasts, which helps others find us too. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out on the adventure. And we look forward to your joining us next week. Until then, happy camping! Hey, by the way, I have a joke. Okay. So there was a ranger wandering through a state park, and he... Look down and there's a hundred dollar bill. Oh, what the heck? So he picks it up. He's wandering around some more. Another hundred dollar bill, and then a little bit later, another hundred dollar bill. Okay, he's like, what in the world is going on here? And he sees a man up the trail, and the man is looking at the deer and throws a hundred dollar bill at them. And hmm? the ranger's like, "What are you doing?" And he said, "Well, it said don't feed the deer." A hundred dollars fine. <laughs> but when up, I was up, about up, eleven, up. that's what uh, I thought it meant. <laughs> yeah. Thank you again, everybody, and 
Happy, Happy camping. camping.